All right, everybody, let's go ahead and pray. We're going to get right into it. Father, we thank you so much for this time you've given us for us to get into your word and um, to better understand what it means uh, to be with you and you with us and, and the benefits of, of walking with you. And I thank you, Lord, that once again, we can join together and, and seeing what you have to say for us. We come against every type of demonic spirit that may try to war against myself, these young people, uh, their goals and purposes, my goals and purpose for this week. We cover each other as we navigate this, this topic, and we think well, they will be so fruitful and beneficial that we'll apply it in our lives throughout this week and for the rest of our lives. And we thank you, Lord, for that authority we can execute in. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. So for the last few weeks, we've been talking about um, how to develop a relationship with God. And last week we talked about what it means to customize a relationship with him. So I'm going to kind of go briefly over some of those points. But today we're going to be talking about what does it mean to be with God. So we already did a how-to. We already talked about developing. We talked about what it means to be in a relationship. Now we're going to talk about the with part. Uh, customize, by definition, means to modify something to suit a particular individual or task. We said four things um, that we can do to customize uh, your or our relationship with God is to understand that God wants a relationship with us or with you. Uh, number two, oh, to intentionally open up time to spend time with him. Uh, you to be open to uncovering uh, more about him, uncover more about yourself and purpose. And we talked about our, what does it mean to get, or not what does it mean, but how to get rid or the purpose of getting rid of everything that is or will hinder our growth him. But I want to kind of go over some scriptures real quickly. And I'm going to ask you a question. Um, just want to kind of give you some comforting scriptures about what does it mean God being with us, and so that we can really understand the power that we have with the with the with the God like Him being with us. Isaiah forty one ten says, "Fear not, for I am with you." <clears throat> Excuse me. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. As He made it personal, I will strengthen you. Again, personal. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Joshua one nine says. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's a benefit there. Very encouraging. Deuteronomy 31, 6 and just three I want to give you. It says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And so I want to kind of break down uh, the definition of with and I have a question and some points I want to discover uh, to dive deeper in with by definition means it's simple accompanied by like God being with us means he's accompanying us uh, us being with God means that we're accompanying him and we'll talk about that benefit another the definition of with is in opposition to like right? like I'm in opposition with her or with him so f we'll get to that a little bit later another definition is a participant in action transaction or agreement that was the definitions very dense in that definition but we'll elaborate a little bit later on what it means to be with accompanying him or being in opposition to him or being in conjunction or participant in uh, acting, transacting and being in agreement with him. Now, my question to you is this. Uh, are you with God? That's a question I want you to think about. The question is not whether or not God is with us. We talked about that God is with us. He 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 goes before us. He's with us and he takes he consumes all of our past. He's with us. All of us, our past, our present, and our future, God is with us. But the real question for us to really uh, dissect is, am I with him? Um, the problem is that the reason why many people's relationship with God is either non-existent or not thriving is due to them being more at odds with God than actually agreeing and being with him. A lot of us through, well, I ask this question, what are some things that can be or will put us at odds with God? Yes. 
and sin. And how does sin make us at odds with him? <clears throat> he hates it. He hates it. Can't even be around. No, yeah, exactly. Good, good, good. What else? What are some of the things that will put us at odds with God besides sin or a component of sin, a subcategory part of it? Yes, Courtney. Just not listening. Being at odds. How, how does that put us at odds with him? What's the point? One more person. Yes, Jay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jason. Go ahead, Chess. Um, I would say unforgiveness. Yeah, how does that? How does that make us at odds, man? Because if we're not willing to forgive our neighbor, how is God going to forgive us if we won't forgive? That's real. Because how can God flow through us if we're still pent up against somebody else? Anybody else? Now, oh, what are some things that God wants to do with us? Yes, Court. Prosperous in, in how? In what ways? So we can be a visual example to others that we continue to be like, connected with God. But in the what are some examples of like internal prosperity and external prosperity? Internal is like peace, peace mm-hmm. of mind, mm-hmm. not being kind of like in war with yourself. Yeah. Can a, can a broken and a broke person help someone else? It can't. So we're not sitting there saying that God wants to make everyone millionaires. We're not trying to paint that picture uh, because some people don't want to be millionaires. Some people are okay with being a good steward as a, as a 10,000 or a 100,000 or whatever the nares they want to be. That's fine. But, but without that broken, without us being uh, mended from that brokenness on the inside or uh, being broke external because how can God really help somebody if we're broke, right? Or not fully functioning financially. Well, that's another topic for another day. But um, what are some of the things that God wants to do with us besides prosperous? Go ahead, uh, Ahmad. Uh, users. Users in what way and how? That's good. That's good. One more person. What does God want to do with us uh, every day or often? Yes. Uh, well, I'll let y'all both go. Go ahead. Uh, you want to go first? You go first, then you go. You're going to finish this up, aren't you? Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, you. Appreciate uh, you. That's good. Yep. Yep. What you got, Harms? Um, have a relationship with him. Yep. All those are good. The sad thing is, unfortunately, a lot of us are unaware on just how much we are at odds with him internally and externally. Like, like, like the bitterness, the unforgiveness, the resentment, the jealousy, the selfish ambitions, all hinders us uh, from walking with him. Now, there's a... Uh, did I already ask this question? What are the, okay, here's another question. What are, what are the benefits of being with God or God being with us? And what are the benefits of us being with God? What are some of the benefits? I don't know if we kind of asked the question along those lines, but I had it written here. But what are some benefits of God being with us or benefits with us being with him? Go ahead, uh, uh, Drew. Peace. Man, peace is powerful. I don't have to worry about it. The Bible says he gives his beloved sweet sleep. I don't care what hood you in. I don't care what's shooting around you. I don't care who's arguing. I don't care what it is. He says he'll give you peace. That's good. What else? What else? Or what are some other benefits of God being with us? And then we could talk about some benefits of us being with him. Go ahead, Drew. Get true truth back to back. Say it again. Unconditional love. What are the benefits of having unconditional love? Knowing that you have this uh, God who has no, the only condition for his love for us was what his son did for us. What, what's the benefit of that? 
comfort, like, he loves you through hard times. Like, if you lose a loved one, he'll recover you. Yep. Well, Drew on the road, boy. Drew, you got number three. Now I'm just <laughs> who else? Go ahead, go ahead, Josh. Okay, so unconditional love doesn't have a condition. So once you put a conditional love, then if you fall from that condition, then uh, well, that's good. Exactly. So it's funny how God is unconditional towards us, but then we put conditions on God's love. Like God surely wouldn't love me unless I'm perfect. Or, or I got to put another condition on God, like, I won't love God unless God bless me. But we have to understand what unconditional love means. It's like, there's no conditions. Like, I have to be okay with his timing. I have to be okay with his will. I have to be okay with all those different things for me to really benefit from that unconditional love. But it's crazy how many of us humans put conditions, God, I won't really love you through and through until you come through for me. That's, that's backwards because... Um, uh, he don't have to do anything for us. He already did everything for us, right? So good. What else? Go ahead, Courtney. Uh, mm, expound that for me. Um, so basically, like, he'll tell you basically, like, how to walk and how to do different things so that we can avoid any unneeded, like, problems. Man, a lot of people look at God's boundaries as he's keeping us from fun. <laughs> He's keeping us from having to spend unnecessary funds. I mean, sin costs. And sometimes that that wisdom is like, but God, I really want this bad enough. But God's like, man, five years down the road, you don't even want that. That's good. One more person. Oh, y'all. Oh, three poor people. Go ahead. Ladies first. Uh, you, you get favor. Favor. All, Expound all for around. All around. Um, so when you're walking with God and you need him and things like that, he's able to open up doors for you that are absolutely amazing it's places that you don't think that you even belong to be in you could mm -hmm. be sitting in a room with top execs and you're like look i just got off the court playing basketball i don't <laughs> know these people yeah you just end up in places like that and also having favor with god you know just all around you able to talk to him and he's there with you walking you through whatever his favor is so humbling there's been some times where i looked up and i'm like i'm in a room with these people and god had to check me they're like no they're in the room with you or they're in a room with us and that's the confidence we have to have with that favor. It's like sometimes we'll, and I've been like this, man. You'll be like, oh, man, my shoulders be kind of low. I'll be sitting in the corner. And God's like, no, I put you here for a reason. And God's favor has to cause us to, to stand there confident. Like, because how do we not know? I'm pretty sure Joseph wasn't expecting a whole nation like uh, Egypt to be bowing down to his wisdom. Man, I mean, Joseph, I mean, that's powerful, man. Or David, how do you, how's your own father uh, going to be, uh, not favor you? And then you out there with the sheep and you out there in the field and your own father wouldn't even allow you to be in a room to be classified as a king. And then the, pr the prophet comes in and be like, these guys don't, do, won't do. And then he, the, the prophet goes out there in the field and finds you. That's, that's, that's something about God's favor. Sometimes if you're a fa if you do God a favor, you'll be surprised how many favors he has for you. Now, what I mean by I want you to get theologically messed up, it's just like, like, I gotta be favorable to him. I, I gotta be useful to him for me to really have premium favor. Like God ain't gonna put no uh, uh, um, rookie in a in a in a professional environment, right? So that's a good point. Favor is important. Uh, you, Chester and Drew, go ahead, Chester. Um, I'm being led by favor, yeah. Joy, expound, fam. Um, joy, God brings joy, um, even in like you know the good things. Mm -hmm. And there's um, a lady called Catherine Brown. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Because we know that God's gonna do something after it. So that's right. Praise him for what's to come in. So God really gives you joy because when you get that joy, you just you don't care what's around you, you don't care who's looking, you yep. just, Man, that, that joy is powerful. I mean, that's essential um, for us is knowing that the joy of the Lord is what strengthens you. Because joy joy comes from perspective. Like when I know that God will turn this around for my good, when I know that this trial is going to test my faith and, and make me who I need to be, I can count it all joy. First off, the, there's somebody, a billionaire woke up this morning with the eyes in hell. That, that's like no matter what a person has in this realm, if I'm above ground with other opportunity, I got to have joy. Go ahead, Drew. What you have? Mercy, oh man, Drew, what Drew, what you rap? You rapping? Right. Drew just got out the booth. Drew, Drew been spent today. Uh, go ahead, Drew. Grace and mercy. That's it. That's that's a benefit. Got to keep it moving. Because God said we got stuff to do. We can't still, we can't be stuck. How many people have been stuck in something they have been forgiven for, for months, weeks, years, etc.? And God's like, I've been forgiving you of that. It's time to move on. Now let's talk about uh, this right here. Pace is everything. We all know pace. And I was watching something on Instagram the other day. And this guy was running hard. And this African, I think the guy was, I don't know what country this guy, what the front guy was from. But this, this guy, African guy, kept the pace. And it's like this guy with this pace tracked down this guy who looked like he was running fast. Pace is everything. Like, like if I'm rushing to the finish line, I, I might be out, about outran by someone who has a pace. Now, pace is everything. Every believer will find themselves in one of these three positions in life. They will either find themselves way ahead of God, lingering behind God, or with God. A way ahead of God, a person is arrogant and ambitious. I have a quote here. One step ahead of God is way ahead of him. Think about that. One step ahead of God is way ahead. That's how like you miles away ahead of him. Like God said, man, one step away from me can be dangerous. Like, like imagine being one step ahead of God or two steps ahead of God and, and the, the catastrophic uh, one step ahead of God, even marrying the right one can be dangerous. I remember when me and my wife was in uh, counseling, like if we would have got married one year sooner, I don't even think we would have made it to year four. If we, if we would have had a child one year sooner, or I don't know the ramifications of having anything one day, one month, one year sooner. But I don't like being ahead of him because when I'm ahead of him, I don't have him the head of me. And if he's not the head of me, how can I know what he has for me? Right. And a lot of us, we just say, you know what, God, I'm arrogant. I know what's best for me. I know what college is best for me. I know what girl is best for me. I know what guy is best for me. I was arrogant. And if I were to marry some of those other girls, God knows where I'd be right now. Right. And, and but a lot of us, we have to be very careful that we're not arrogant or ambitious and we get so ahead of God that God is not the head of our lives. And we find ourselves to tell in a lot of situations. But why do you think people go ahead of God or what is so alluring about going ahead of him? Yes, Drew. Impatient. How is impatience dangerous? Anything, God, that's why God is like, man, I can't give you it right now. Like the devil cares about charisma. God cares about character. 
Satan just want to say demons and stuff. They'll be like, you know what? You're charismatic. Your charisma is the root. The root word is Riz. That's where Riz came from, I think, right? Riz. So then, I don't know. Y'all teach me. It did. Right, so, for instance, Satan, Satan just cares about your gifts and talents and what makes you you. God cares about developing you. And so if God, that's why, you know, I had an epiphany maybe a couple of years ago. It's like, Josh, why aren't you a millionaire yet? Like, Josh, why are you not where you want to be yet? It ain't because of God. It could be because of his time, but it could be because look at your money habits, man. Like, look at how you do things like like, like begin to process that, because sometimes we can rush for a way of life, but that we're not ready for that way of life. Like, imagine like um, if I had lust in my heart or if I had greed in my heart and I'm traveling around the world right now. Listen, like like that's dangerous. That's dangerous to be somewhere that you don't have the character for. Right. Um, we'll, we'll keep going. Now, what does it mean? Oh, next point is, or they're lingering behind God. Two uh, words is because of laziness and low self-esteem. How does those things cause us not to feel confident to be with him? Yes. Um, on the kind of laziness, it's a matter of, well, I'm not going to do that because, you know, if God's like, hey, I need you to do this real quick. You're like, mm, nah, man, I'm good. So yeah. and, and, you know, being low self-esteem kind of ties into that because normally it's like, oh, well, if God wants me to do that, I'm not bold enough, so nah, I'm, I'm good. I'll just leave that alone. Let somebody else handle it. And God's like, fam, keep in step with me. Anybody else? So, any have any insight on that? Those two points. Yes, Drew. Uh, I'm just gonna keep coming back to you, Drew. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep coming back to you. Go ahead, Drew. It's crazy how we doubt ourselves, man. Like, I remember I was telling a student one day, I was like, man, um, she was talking about how um, she wanted to start a YouTube channel. And, and but she don't feel like she don't think anybody will listen to her. I have countless of people that has all these reasons on why they don't start. And I told them, I said, I, I, I felt all of those frustrations. There was a time where I was like, man, I ain't doing no YouTube channel. I'm not I'm not going to write this book. Nobody's going to read it. And, and now 12 14, 15 years later, it's like when those revenue checks come in, you know, those those monies coming in and and I'm able to support my family stuff. It's like, man, what if I didn't? Because I doubt it because I stutter. I stutter sometimes now. And I was like, but God, I stutter. Nobody. My grim, my grip. Oh, see, just started again. My grammar is not that good. Right. And God's like, who made your lips, man? Like who made you? And sometimes um, God uses people who externally look. Um, what's a good word? They externally look like they're incapable so they can get more glory from it. Sometimes the stuttering could be like, oh, you stutter, but now you have to trust me. Or, or you have this, you skilled at this, but there's an area about you um, that requires you to trust me. And, and there's no excuse. If God said you can do it, you can do it. If you have goals, visions, aspirations of God saying, hey, I see you doing this or you have dreams of doing this and you feel the unction of the Holy Ghost saying do this, you got to do it because God's saying, I don't care how you feel about how you feel about you. I told you you can. And that's why you have to believe. I always talk about these things. If you want to have more, you have to do more. 
If you want to do more, you have to be more. If you want to be more, you have to believe more. And if you want to believe more, you have to be with God more. God, uh, God builds belief. Belief leads to you doing or becoming. <clears throat> becoming leads to you doing and doing leads you to having. Having an impact and having generational uh, income. But a lot of people don't think that way because of low self-esteem. Or being with God. Being with God means I have to trust and take joy in him. So where are you right now? Are you ahead of God? Are you behind God? Or are you with him? Now let's talk about what can we do with God. W-H, hold on, W-I-T-H. What can we do with God? Number one, W, we, have to, we can watch over people. God's like, man, when we with God, God can drop a name in your spirit and say, pray for this person. Like, like we are in partnership with him. Ain't that powerful? That's a great thing to know that not only is God with me, but God wants me with him. Like, it's a family business. Like, I can't wait, man. Like, I'm not going to be the type of dad that's going to be like, yo, you have to work in the family business. But it's like, 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 but it's like it's, it's something beneficial when you're like you you can benefit though from the family business you can be a part of the family business but but the beautiful thing about it is is that giving that person an opportunity but with us we have to view ourselves like no god wants us in his family business. so we can actually watch over people who are those people in your life that god's like i wish you was with me on them i wish you was with me with them I wish that you can suffer a while, long suffering with them. Be patient as a friend with them. Be with them. Like, like I can, it's an honor when I hold my daughter and my wife asleep that I can pray over them. Like I'm in partnership with God as the head of this house, as a subhead person. Always, I have to be with them, watching over them. And I think sometimes we, ne we rarely incorporate within our prayer time the opportunities to watch over people. How's your little brother doing now? How's your little sister? How's your big sister? How's your mom? How's your dad? Who are those people that are not covered by prayer? The worst place to be in is not, is not having a praying person in your life. I'm thankful my mom prayed for me. <clears throat> I had a praying mama. Like, I'm so glad, man. There's been, I don't know what my mom's prayers protected me from, right? But imagine you being in partnership with God where you can watch over your family member in prayer. Because there's a, there's a nephew, there's an aunt, there's a cousin, there's a brother, there's a sister that's needing you to be with God and watching over them. I, what can we do with God? We can implement God ideas into the world. God is like, man, yo, imagine what we can do together. <laughs> like all God's saying is like, just give, get it out of you and then give it to me. Like, like, like the favor of God, the, the wisdom of God and saying, God, I'm going to spend creative time with you every single day. What if you spent time with God and in and, and every creative session with God, brainstorming session with God, you get multi-million dollar ideas or multi-impactful ideas. Like how many hours or a week do you spend creatively with him? What is that idea that's still sitting on your mental shelf from years ago? Like you're not too young. There's 13, 14, 15 year old millionaires, 15, 16 year old impacting theirs. People who are impacting their worlds. Right. The beautiful thing is, is that Jesus gave us the blueprint. When did he start being about his father's business? Twelve. That's why I don't like the school systems now. I didn't realize that high school is not even 100 years old yet. Like back in the day, early 1900s, I think I'm correct. Like eighth grade was the last grade. Eighth grade was the last grade because what happened was at agricultural days, the uh, industrial age, 
people had to go work, right? Then what happened was when you started building the middle class, you started building those different people. Now, all of a sudden, nobody's home to watch the kids. There's no jobs for the kids. But God never relied on people just to be set on schools and jobs. You are a job. You are a position. Like, like you can create any position in this world. Like, like the job I got at Victor was created. I didn't go looking for it. It looked for me. Like, but you have to be you for it to find you, to look for you. And a lot of us, that's why with the school system, I'm like, they're suffocating the creativity of kids. They're, they're causing kids to be overworked. Like they want y'all to be employees. They don't want you to be entrepreneurs and free thinkers. They want you to work in a machine versus you being a machine for your family. And that's the scary thing is, is that you spend all these hours on homework, but have no hours for life work. And that's what suffocates. That's why that's why I told when I told my wife, I don't my daughter's gonna be a C and D student. That's gonna be the you bring a C home, I'm celebrating. You bring a D home, I'm celebrating because A students, B students are people who work for systems. No offense. But what I'm saying is, is that I don't mind her excelling in grades. Don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting there saying she can't make A's or B's. But what I'm saying is she ain't doing homework. That's why I'm homeschooling, because she won't have no homework. Because homework is stressful. It's supposed to be. Now, don't get me wrong. We need A and B students. Please. I need a, I need a straight A doctor. <laughs> now, hear what I'm saying. Let me bring some balance to it. I need a straight A dentist. <laughs> I need a straight A uh, <laughs> uh, surgeon. I need, a straight, I need straight A's in there. But how many people are, how, what's the percentage of people that's really called to those worlds? You, one size don't fit all. So if you're an A and B student, great, there ain't nothing wrong with that, but hear me out. But if my daughter comes out creative, entrepreneurial, we ain't doing no homework. We not. Because, because, because I need you to be ready for life, right? But if you're a doctor, lawyer, please, forget, please understand where I'm coming from. If you want to do all that stuff, by all means, we need you straight A's. But it's probably only 1% in this room that fits for, right? But as for me and my house, man, it's like, man, like, I'm not about to stress my daughter over something she's not going to use the majority of her life. But that's what the system is designed for, for you not to have creative time with God. Because how, like, can an employee really create generational wealth just by being an employee? Even if you save money in the 401k, whatever, whatever, those things are even in jeopardy now. So now God is saying your your opportunities, your inheritance is inside of you. And God said, man, you know what? Spend some time with me creatively because I have some ideas I want you to implement into the world. Terminate the plans of the enemy. I don't think we realize how much authority we have. God is like, don't be asking me to fight every battle for you. When I've given you authority to cancel battles inside of you and outside of you. Imagine how many plots and schemes and, and, and uh, situations we could avoid or cancel or terminate if we really knew who we was with. Like, like being with God means that I'm, for instance, an ambassador goes to a country. They're with the United States. If, if Japan, not Japan, if, if, if Russia or some country uh, hurts uh, 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 an American Ambassador, what do, what are we gonna do for that ambassador? You see what I'm saying? Three, four, and five <laughs> in one war, right? That's what it means to be with God. It's like you can't touch me, but they touch us or they affect us when we don't know us. So we have to be 
I'm with God. I hold this, the authority of God in his realm and I can terminate any type of demonic plot or scheme. A lot of us are too, are so ignorant of Satan's devices that those devices form and prosper against us. We have to be understanding that I have to be, I always do this analogy, I have to be proactive in warfare, not reactive. Why? What is, what is proactive warfare like to you all? Offense, right? Like, I can't be reactive on defense, right? Like, I'm supposed to always be on the offense. Like, my path's supposed to be made straight, right? Like, proactive warfare says, before my day starts, I'm counseling everything you have for me in that day. And the day goes smooth. But reactive warfare says you're always responding to what they're doing to you. And then now you're so on your heels, you can't succeed. Next H, what can we do with God? We said W, watch over people. I implement God ideas to the world. T, terminate the plans of the enemy. And H, help advancing the kingdom of God. God has a kingdom to advance on earth. He, he's looking for people that says, how can I advance the kingdom of God in this world? Can someone give me an example of a world that we can advance the kingdom of God in and how we do that? It could be business, it could be acting, it could be drama, whatever it is. Yes. Okay, political. Ex exp expound for them. I mean, uh, it, it's pretty evident there, there's not a lot of God in there right now. Yeah. Um, no, they're not. So you have to have the brave people that can go in and do it. And and I think people think when you go into the political world, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to be carrying around the Bible. And God's word says this. No, 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 no. It's, <coughs> it's, it's a different level of representing Christ. Mm -hmm. Um it's through your actions. It's through the way you vote. It's through the way you carry yourself and handle people and handle situations, specifically politicians. Um, you can tell the way they lean yeah. on, in, in the things that they say. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just, oh, I'm going to carry around my Bible. Because, you know, the Bible, of course, it's like your main tool. But at the same time, it's the way you walk it out. That's real. Um, two people that comes to mind that, that, that really, like, like, imagine being Joseph. Or being Daniel. You think our world, at least we have a democracy. You see my air quotes, right? At least we have that. They had dictatorships. Joseph comes in. Daniel comes in. Daniel, what, what happened? They came in and, and destroyed um, um, whatever town it was. And because Daniel was a fair, I won't say fair skin, but he was, he looked valuable. They saved him, Right. And then not only they, they not only did they know not only did they say they didn't know they was bringing someone that's going to help change their culture. And, and I like what you said is that I don't most Christians think that I have to boot, boot with you the Bible with the, all the time. That's not how you do it. Like oh, this is what the word of God says. This was, it's like I have to show what the word of God says in my life. Like, like being in certain environments requires. I mean, my favorite game to play. I love uh, uh, stealth games. I hit man. Oh, 007 when I was a kid. Like, I love those games because it, it gives you that chess mentality. It's like, I, you know, if, if, if I, if I, how can I shoot him and, and get by here? How, I love those kind of things. And I think that's how, I know that's how God wants us to Christian to be. It's like, how can we be a spy in this world? Be a kingdom spy. Like, like I'm in here and, and you can't, you can't help but use me because I'm that good. Like, Joseph was that good. 
all it takes is for the government to have a problem that only the kingdom people can solve. And I think we are not kingdom enough or God enough. And I would say God enough. That sounds well. We're not close to God enough or with God enough to be at the right moment at the right time changing changing government. So that's good. What's another environment that uh, that we can advance the kingdom of God in? Yes, Courtney. And it, of course, Drew. We'll go to Drew. <laughs> go ahead, Courtney. Got to go to Drew. Say it again. All right, let's expound. Let's expound. <laughs> go ahead, Court. I'm telling you, man, there's nothing like, um, and we've experienced this. I've seen where you had Christian artists and their first album, whether it's gospel, rap, or whatever, it was anointed. It's like, man, that was that they was with God in the album. And then over time, they began to get sucked into the world, and then all of a sudden, they lost the sauce. One thing that uh, I realized was, is, oh, I, I say this all the time, that when the presence of God is somewhere, both the saint and the skeptic know. Who knows Mally music? Right, they were, when Mally Music first came out, <clears throat> um, they didn't even have them on the BET main show. This was like, you know, when they when someone just performing, they got this person singing over here, and it, it pans on them, and it pans to a commercial. Like, he didn't even get a chance to get no airtime. But rapper after rapper, uh, uh, patron after patron, whoever was there, they were saying, there's something on this guy. Something about him. And, and what's scary about that is, if you don't know what's on you, and you don't know how to guard what's on you, they will remove what's on you, right? I don't know where Mali music right now, but it's not as impactful as that moment is. No, don't knock them on where he's at right now. But, but music anointing is important. Like anointing is like focus. Anointing is that special sauce. Like, like you can have a talented person and an anointed person. You can have a grandma. <clears throat> you have this amazing niece that can sing or, or daughter who can sing, but grandma with no voice, she get that tambourine, <laughs> And, and, and you feel that she's been with the Lord <laughs> and the Lord has been on her side and God has made a way that seeming to be no way. There's something about when she sings, right? Like the anointing destroys the yoke's not talent. And when you know that as a creative, whether it's a singer, poet, writer, businesswoman, political person, when you have that anointing on you, that fire in your eye, that confidence, like, like demons have to be silent because they know God is with this person. But if you enter an environment without God, then they chop, they, they're, they're chopping it. What's the phrase? They, um, what is chopping at the chops or something like that? Anyway, they're, they're ready. They're ready to devour you is what I'm saying. Anointing, when it comes into a room, all eyes is on that person. Everyone can feel, oh, that person's with God, has been with God, right? And that's the power of advancing God's kingdom. Because imagine you being an ambassador of the United States and you know you got three, you got uh, uh, different groups of the, of the armed forces with you. Like, like, I remember I was watching something. It was the most powerful thing I've seen. I don't know if y'all seen it, but there was this, this general talking about, he was like, uh, if you want war with the United States of America, he was like, someone else will raise your children. Talking, you can talk reckless like that when you know, if you want to smoke, 
If you want problems with the United States, but imagine if he's that confident about a country, why are we not talking that confidently about a kingdom? King of kings. I like, I want to make this plain. Why do you, why do you think they say king of kings and lord of lords? Is he talking about king like, is he talking about king over a king like Biden or king over a king or whoever these leaders are? No, that verse is not talking about kings of kings of this world. It's talking about kings of us as kings. Lords as us as lords. Like we're supposed to be kings that he's a king over. Like we're supposed to be dominant in society. We're supposed to be lording. Like the reason why the world is where it's at right now is because we're not salting it and we're not lighting it. And the issue is a lot of us don't understand what it means to walk boldly in whatever industry and know you belong. That's why you have to be with God. You can go on a college campus and say, this is where I'm supposed to be. I mean, when I, when I, um, God told me you're going to Oral Roberts university. And I told my mom, my mom was like, I already knew it. And then everybody, I think it was Miss Farmer. Miss Farmer's like, you sure you don't want to apply for other schools? I said, no, this is school I'm going to. Well, Joshua grades, I don't care what my grades are. I don't care what other schools are. This is where he told me. And that's what happened. Right. When you know that God is with you, no matter what, like you can be in the house that we're in right now. It was, I told you the story, it was a guy ahead of us that already paid whatever the deposit was. And I knew that was ours. There was no question. And my wife was a little nervous because she was like, but he already put the down payment. We should look other, other places. I said, no, we're not looking nowhere else. This is it. I get a phone call two days later. The lady said, the guy hasn't showed up. How are you going to have all that money deposited and don't show up to get your money? You know what? God, you know what I felt like God was doing? He paid to hold my position. What I'm saying is, if it's yours and he's with you, you can stand confidently, even when the person look at you and I said, I'm sorry, this is not available for you. When it's yours and when it's your place to dominate and God is with you and he told you, I have to advance the kingdom. Now, you have to have a, a kingdom advancing mentality, though. You can't just be trying to advance your kingdom. God uses people that says, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it at a high level. All right, last few points and then I'm done. Oh, we only got seven minutes. I'm sorry. Uh, how to stay and keep up with God. Staying and keeping up with God requires that we do these four things. W-I-T-A. Staying and keeping up with God requires that we worship him only. If you worship something else, if you love something and worship is not a worship service. I think that's what diluted the term worship. Right. Uh, worship is not what you do in a church service It's what you do with your life. Right now, you are worse. Some people are worshiping basketball. Some people are worshiping uh, football. Some people are worshiping uh, 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 acting. They're worshiping because they're saying you determine my value. So everything I do is for your glory uh, acting or for my glory specifically. Right. But when I worship him alone, when it says you're the center focus of my life. You're who I worship with my air. You're the one I worship with my limbs. You're the one I worship with my life. I'm doing this for you. Then you'll keep up with God and you'll stay with him. Number two, I increase in understanding, uh, increase in understanding him and his will for your life. That will keep you up with him. When God began to make sense of my life, I stay real close to him. That's why it's very important for you to say, God, show me the reason why I'm here. Show me the reason why I had to go through this, right? It increases my understanding of him as a person, makes me trust him more, makes me love him more, makes me want to be with him more. Next T, 
trusting him and his timing. When you don't trust him, you're going to go behind him. Oh, God, you got it, bro. I don't trust you, man. Oh, I don't trust you, God. You're taking too long. I'm going ahead. But when you trust his timing, you trust him, God, this may not make no sense to me. But God, please give me a piece that surpasses all my understanding. Help me to keep going forward. Last but not least, honoring him and ourselves. Staying and keeping up with God requires that I worship him only, that I increase in my understanding of him and his will for my life, that I trust him and his timing. But last but not least, honoring him. Like, you're God, fam. I can't dishonor you. Also, honoring myself. When you love yourself, you with, you'll be with love. You'll be like, God, I'm staying with you because I love me. God, I love myself too much to be ahead of you or be behind you. I'm going to be with you. Any questions, thoughts, comments? Y'all all right? All right, we're done. Thank you, thank you, thank you.